I'm here. Miss Yuri Curtis Fuller. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Michelle Dillard. I am the host of Sisters Helping Sisters. Welcome. I hope you ladies had a wonderful Mother's Day. Time is flying. The month of May has already gotten away from us. But I am so happy to have a very talented woman with us this afternoon. Her name is Unita T. Curtis Fuller. She is a healing and transformational coach. Once again, this is Sisters Stirs. And this month we are interviewing women in business. So I'm going to turn it over to Nita at this time. She's going to tell us just a little bit more about who she is and what she does. Nita, it is in your hands. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I, it's such a passion of mine to be able to share my passion with others. And interesting thing is that in ministry for 15 plus years, I was already coaching without even knowing that I was coaching. I was actually helping women to persevere and to be resilient in trials. I had this passion for people to see that they had the, a purpose. And I noticed that when I would see people not functioning in their gifting, I would want to bring it in order. I was like, no, 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 you don't belong over there. You belong over here. And so I always had a personal interest with seeing people really identify the reason why the Lord has them here on earth. And I was functioning in that for a long time with different age groups. Um, the youngest that I had the honor of teaching was sixth, seven, and eighth graders for 10 years. Then God moved me on towards women's ministry. And after some time, I started thinking, wait a minute, this is really something else that I may be looking past. And so when in the corporate world wasn't working for me anymore, because I had children, I had become a widow, I was thinking, I need to be able to be present for my children and be able to also be able to provide for them. And so I prayed and God revealed to me that I had already been coaching and so uh, two years ago, he allowed me to give birth to Purpose Pursuits Life Coaching, LLC, where I serve as a healing and transformation coach. And what that is, it really explains itself. Everything I do is geared towards seeing people healed and whole in the soul, in the body, and in the mind. And so this the journey is not work for me. I heard a quote that said, if you do the thing you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I am actually mm -hmm. living this truth, Michelle. Mm -hmm. I can literally wake up and just be excited about what I do. Awesome. Awesome. So Nita, tell us how long have you been coaching? And what is it that really inspired you to pursue that particular profession? 
Well, again, in ministry, it wasn't called a coach. You know, I was teaching and I was one of the leaders in the women's ministry. And so all those things that I didn't understand paved the way for me to actually carry the title of a coach in the last two years. What inspires me the most, Michelle, is seeing women really don't have a clue of why God created them to going, oh my gosh, I didn't know. This is so inspiring. Now I know what career path to take. Now I know what ministry department to serve in. And so when I see that, it still today, as I'm talking about it, it, it brings me to tears because we want to live purposeful life. And so I get a chance to help women to see that you're not just existing. You have a reason to live. So to inspire others is an inspiration to me. Thank you. Nita, healing and transformation coach. I'm sure after you became a widow, um, it was very hard to continue your life and, and, and having to raise children alone. What would you tell a woman who finds herself in that, all of a sudden in that position, if her, that her spouse passes away without notice, even if it was with notice, how can a woman recover? How can your sister recover from such a devastating experience? I, number one, my relationship with God has always been so close. I give God all the credit for saving me from insanity, honestly. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could make it through that. And so st- staying close to God, like that was the number one thing, staying close to him, receiving his comfort, not rejecting his comfort, coming out of that stage of anger. But I'm going to tell you this. The things that I had spoken to other women prior to our loss actually came back to revisit me, Michelle. I would mm. love telling women, don't ever give up. Stay close to God. Remember your why, because your why is going to help you to persevere through trials and tribulations. So it was like God was reminding me that you are the one that encouraged these women. Now take the words that I gave you to give to them, and I need you to apply it to yourself. So mm. I didn't want to die, Michelle. I didn't want to mm. die in this experience. And so I had to remember my why. And wow. God, isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are such a woman of, of resilience. And, and tell us, what does resilience mean to you? When you hear the word resilience, what, yeah. what does it mean to you? That word, literally, I feel like I, it's written in my heart and is written on my mind. And if I could give an example of what resilience is to me, is to never allow situations and circumstances, crisis, uh, mishaps, whatever it is that comes to stop you from pressing toward the mark, 
that you actually get in a place where you intimidate those things by never stopping. And that's why I said that it, you have to be pressing towards something that is bigger than you that will drive you to not stop. I was actually still ministering in my grief because that was a part of my healing. So if I can just give a definition of resilience is when a woman is broken, she's seen her children grieve, but yet she starts to reach out to other widows to share her journey with so that there can be beauty from the ashes. That's resilience. Wow. That, that is absolutely absolutely lovely. You were thrust all of a sudden into becoming a single parent. Tell us about some of the challenges that you've experienced um, being a single parent. Well, I had an amazing, supportive, God-send husband. We shared everything. It wasn't this 50-50, it was 100-100. So I was used to him helping me with the children, doctor's appointments, being supportive in my speaking engagements. And so I was in a state of shock. I actually didn't even want to use the word widow or single because it hurt too much. The major adjustment that I have had to make is to realize that I no longer had that physical help on demand and it felt like I was walking around with a missing limb hmm. I, was, I can't how could I do this when I've had this type of support for 26 years and I didn't want to be single and I didn't want to embrace widowhood but until I embraced it Michelle it almost crippled me wow so that adjustment was difficult. It was a day by day, moment by moment, process by process, accepting that I was now single and that God is able to show me how to do it. And he's been doing that for almost four years now. Wow. I I bet your children are a big help to you. Yes, they are. They are my greatest inspiration outside of the women I get to walk alongside. Um, they remind me that I'm doing a great job and we are very affectionate. So we hug a lot. We say, I love you a lot. And they reassure me that even when I don't get it right, that I'm doing well, if that makes sense. Oh, they, absolutely. Yeah. They realize that this is new to her. Um, I remember, Michelle, I used to have like you have these trigger moments where you realize that the person is no longer there, like pumping the gas and mm -hmm. the trash and you having that support. You're going, oh, my God, I don't have this anymore. When the car started going crazy, I wasn't able to say, Larry, can you take the car in? So it was constant. The first year was so gruesome, constantly being reminded that you no longer had that that luxury. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard the phrase when someone passes away and it's been a long time and yet they're still grieving. What would you tell that sister out there that 
has perhaps lost a loved one and it's been several years, but yet she's still in that grieving stage. I am still grieving. Four years compared to 26. However, if I can describe my grief process, let's say it started out like the largest suitcase. I wasn't able to carry it along to a downsized suitcase, down to uh, the suitcase that you can actually throw over your shoulder that has a strap to it. And then the type of suitcase where it looks more like a plastic bag because now I'm able to carry it different, carry it a little bit better. So the grief starts out huge. And when I say that I'm still grieving now, it's not the same as year one, year two, or year three. It just means that I was in love with someone that can no longer reciprocate it back to me. And that grieves me. But this grief mm -hmm. is no longer traumatizing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. wow. So would you, when encouraging or inspiring someone else, again, do you feel there's a time limit on how long we should grieve? There is not a time frame. I believe with all my heart, even when the Lord allows me to marry again, that there will be grief, but it will not be the grief that cripples you, that traumatizes you, that makes you stay stuck. It will be easier to carry. And so I can see, like right now, I'm four years in, I can see five years ahead, if I'm still here, how how we suddenly lost him still grieves me. When the kids start getting married, when my son goes to college, it it's going to trigger grief, mm -hmm. but grief that I can actually bear better over time. Mm -hmm. So, Nita, before we go, um, tell us just a little bit about uh, how we can contact you. Um, you said you were a transformational coach, and there are some other things that you do. Why don't you go ahead and tell us the other things that you do and how someone can contact you for your services? Hey, man, I have the honor of being a part of Empowered Publishing Worldwide, where I serve as the service specialist. And we help people publish their books. And I like to say give legacy, establish legacy in the earth through publishing their books. So that's one of the other things that I do. And I love it. Absolutely love it. Love it. Um, I also have a podcast where you can listen in at Love Lifts Conversations with Unita. And you can find that on Spotify and beyond. Um, you can also search for me at PurposePursuitsLLC.org. That's a website there where you can learn a lot more about me and see some of the programs that I offer. And last but not least, if you are interested in publishing a book this year, you are able to dial 847 
920-783-7834. And you will connect to me from there. Wonderful. Now, you also um, sell product. Is that correct? I do. I was able to. I love to inspire authors. I'm a published author, and I know the power of support, and I love inspirational things. And so I just launched a product line for authors called Inspired to Write. So there are products there on the website, and it's actually called Inspire to write. Inspire with the number two and then the word write.com. So you'll see some beautiful things on that website to help propel you forward in your writing journey. So you said that you you are an author as well. What is the name of your book? I did a collaboration a couple of years ago with uh, phenomenal women And the book is called Empower Moments for the Everyday Woman. And it's 31 days to empower your womanhood. And when you go to the website that I mentioned, purposepursuitsllc.org, and you click online store, that book is there where you can purchase it. And I sign the copies and I send them out because I love to put a little special little things in there for those who are able to support. Um, The second book I will be placing on the website really soon is called Cultivating Confidence in the Lord. And this is for entrepreneurs. So that will be on the site really soon. And you'll be able to purchase it from the very same website. Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, the book Cultivating Entrepreneurs. What advice would you give an entrepreneur that's just starting out? You have to have a lot of patience. (laughs) Yes. It's when I tell you patience, like you layer a cake type of patience. That's why your why has to be deep enough and wide enough because the, the patience that's required of entrepreneur is the same thing of a seed being placed in soil and having to continuously water it, give it sunlight and waiting for what seems like an extensive time to finally see that first bud come forth. I have experienced all of that. And so a lot of people don't make it in this journey because they quit. So patience, 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 never stop watering your business Eventually, you will see the fruit of your labor. I like that. Lots of persistence, lots of tenacity and determination, because being an entrepreneur definitely requires a lot of faith and patience, as you said. So before we go, Nita, uh, you talked about your book and um the new book coming out soon. I'd like to recommend books to women or men as well. What book have you read that you would like to recommend to others? The one that has impacted my life in the last two years is called Grace Over Grind. And it's Mm. Jay Bynes. 
Last name is B-Y-N-E-S. And the reason why that book impacted my life so much is because I've always told people, I don't think we have to toil to make it. I don't think we always have to struggle to make it. This book talks about how to step into the grace of entrepreneurship and see it work for you. Now, as I'm talking about it, chills on my on my body. Mm-hmm. Jake Vines did an amazing job. The second one that I recommend is, I'm reading it right now, it's called Get Excited. It's by Dominique Edmond. And I'm telling you, we don't realize that coaching, when we have our programs, we're actually selling our programs. And he talks about how to gain the stamina in that area of sales and how to give yourself an opportunity to learn and grow in this arena. And I'm like, I've just been impacted as I'm reading this book. So those are the two that I would recommend. Awesome. Yeah, you definitely need um, guidance and, and mentors and coaches if you're an entrepreneur, because you cannot do this thing by yourself. Are you on Clubhouse as well? I am. I am on Clubhouse again, inspiring authors, writers, content creators. We gather together every single Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time in a room called Get Yo Right on the rooms has been amazing people gather together who has this gift of writing or trying to discover if they are right if they have that gift or they have a book idea so we gather together and we inspire motivate and encourage them to publish the books so it's an honor to be able to be there and serve Nita, you are a strong woman of faith. What woman do you identify with in the Bible? Oh, my goodness. Now, oh, my gosh. Here we Ruth. Ruth. It's Ruth. Okay. Ruth. I'm in tears now, Michelle. Oh, my gosh. You got me. (laughs) Her loyalty, her loyalty mm-hmm. had nothing to offer her. And that's what I've been living. I offer mm-hmm. myself to people who can never give me anything in return. And how her story ended up oh, gives me so much hope. Mm-hmm. So much hope. I feel like that about my calling, Michelle, when she said, bid me not to leave you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that about my calling after such a devastating loss. It was so many losses before that, that I said to my calling, since God has chosen me, even in this, bid me not to leave thee. Wow. 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 I love the story of Ruth. I love uh, chapter two, where these um, servants Boaz commanded, you know, the servants to drop 
food for her on purpose so that she could pick it up and, 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 and bundle it up for her and her mother-in-law, Naomi. And that's how God wants to bless us on purpose. He allows others to see us and he puts us on the lips of men and he, he makes people obey him on our behalf. He makes people obey him on our behalf because he wants to bless us on purpose. So, well, this, yeah. mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Happening in my life right now, I had not known about business at that the level that I know it now had not God connected me with specific people in this hour that blazed mm -hmm. the trail and is mm -hmm. not me. So powerful. One of the things a friend of mine used and I started using is, Lord, make somebody obey you concerning me. <laughs> make somebody obey you concerning me. And oh, I, <laughs> yes, I love that. Yeah. But he, he has, God uses people, ordinary people to just be a blessing to us and us to be a blessing to them. Yes. This and has been amazing, Nita. And, uh, go ahead. If there are, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to leave for your sisters out here? Well, I always end my conversations with my sisters. Hashtag stronger together. We are so much stronger together. My mom said I was always like this. She said, you never was the jealous type. You will always want to see people win. And so I would tell you to know who you are, know your value, know your uniqueness, and never be in competition with another sister. Never. Because your value doesn't take away from hers and vice versa. I like that. Your value doesn't take away from hers. Yeah. You are uniquely made yourself. God made us all different and you are the only you. So I really, really like that. But I appreciate you taking the time to stop by here and share with your sister and to share your expertise and to just share how you have triumphed through so many trials and tribulations. And once again, tell us how we can reach you before we sign off the air. Wonderful. I am on Instagram. You can actually look up Purpose Pursuits Life Coaching LLC. I'm right there on Instagram. You can find me in Clubhouse under Get Your Right On. They used to be rooms, but now it's houses. InspireToWrite.com for the amazing, beautiful merchandise that it will inspire you in your writing journey. And last but not least, the life coaching website, PurposePursuitsLLC.org. I'm also in Facebook out of under my entire name, <laughs> Yerenita T. Curtis Fuller. A very unique name, so you should be able to find me. And Michelle, thank you so much for um, choosing me to come here and do what I love to do, which is inspire others as we see the day of the Lord approaching. So you are more than welcome. I love your spirit. 
and how you love to give and inspire others. Well, there you have it. Um, we have been talking with Miss Yaranita T. Curtis Fuller. This is Sisters Helping Sisters, and we are here on Tuesday evenings at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Be sure to catch us on Spotify, where we stream out to thousands, and you can also catch us on Anchor. I'm Michelle Dillard, your host of Sisters Helping Sisters. We'll be right back here next Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Have a good evening, everybody. Thank you so much once again, Nita, for joining us on tonight. Goodbye.